It is Wednesday, and that means we are here and we're ready for another episode of WeatherWise. Thank you everyone so much for joining us for our next episode here. And we are excited to talk about this one. Well, I am in particular because you all know I'm a big fan of snow. And this podcast is all about the winter, the upcoming winter, and uh, the recent outlook that NOAA just issued. I'm Chief Meteorologist Daniel Johnson, and today I'm alongside... I'm meteorologist Ulysses Garcia. All right, Ulysses. Let's talk about it because the National Oceanic Atmospheric Administration, which is the government, they have issued their winter outlook, right? Yes, they issued it um, back on Thursday. Yeah, and their outlook is pretty much, they're basing their main forecast off of a big driving factor that affects our weather year-round, not just in the winter. Uh, but they're going with the La Nina effect. So as we've realized throughout the tropical season, the Atlantic hurricane season, we started at an ENSO neutral phase. So there wasn't really much of a El Nino or La Nina. But as the summer went on, they issued that La Nina advisory. First, it was the La Nina watch. So we are officially in that La Nina now. So now that we're getting into fall and winter, La Nina is going to have an impact on those seasons as well, just like it impacted our Atlantic hurricane season, allowing there to be more hurricanes. So what does La Nina mean for the winter? We're going to get into that. But first, Ulysses, I'm going to just have you kind of summarize what NOAA is saying in terms of temperatures for the upcoming winter and also for precipitation. So what are they saying? So, yeah, so right now when it comes to the outlook here as we go into the winter, into the winter is that for temperatures, the NOAA is actually predicting for pretty much above average temperatures across the southern half of the country and up the eastern seaboard. But the most, uh, the most likely areas to see above average temperatures are mostly focused over New Mexico and Texas. But still overall, though, above average temperatures is being forecast for the south and along the eastern seaboard, and then a, a pocket of below average temperatures over the Pacific Northwest and into parts of the northern plains, slash northern Rockies. And when you say eastern seaboard, above average temperatures, that, that includes the entire eastern seaboard, New England, all the way to Florida? Yeah, so that goes from Maine all the way to Florida. That's what they're having in their, wind, in their temperature outlook. Uh, so, yes, and they're pretty much giving it a 40 to 50% chance of that happening uh, just within Delmarva alone. And then when it comes to the precipitation here, we have, uh, they're actually forecasting on here on Delmarva, we have equal chances of above or below average precipitation. But when it comes to below average precipitation, it's pretty much over the, over the, southern, t over the southern tier of the U.S., so from California to Florida, and there's a, the highest chance of probability of drier than normal is also focused over New Mexico and Texas. So pretty much along the I-10 corridor uh, from Florida to, say, even, even parts of Arizona, that's where we have the best chances. And then over the northern tier of the country, uh, pretty much northern Rockies and the Great Lakes, we actually have wetter than normal conditions forecast for the upcoming winter. Right. So, and when we say equal chances, it's pretty much kind of a coin flip, right? It can go either way 
when it comes to what we're going to average out to in the winter. So yeah. e equal chances, pretty much above average precipitation or below average precipitation. So it can go either way as we head throughout the, the winter season. Now, NOAA does not issue a snowfall map. They don't issue a snowfall forecast. They just do precipitation in general. So we have, a, again, a coin toss, coin toss shot at having above average precipitation or below average precipitation. So we'll see what happens. It doesn't mean that precipitation is going to be all snow. It doesn't mean it's going to be all rain. So that we still have to figure out as well. And I don't like that California, you know, Ulysses, is still in that above average probability of, um, or below average probability for precipitation. So it looks like they're going to be staying drier. And we know they've been suffering, you know, with the wildfires. Um, and it looks like the southern tier is going to be drier as well. It appear, according to NOAA, it looks like the northern tier of the nation, Montana, through the Great Lakes, into the Midwest, they're going to see a colder winter and they're going to have above average precipitation, which would make you think they're going to have a cold and snowy winter up that way. So it seems like NOAA is more confident in the northern half of the country and the southern half of the country with their forecast, right? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah, especially when it comes to like a precip, it's almost pretty much if you're in the middle, you're on, you know, like you said, a coin flip. Uh, yeah. And then precipitation uh, temperatures is pretty much the same thing, colder towards the north, warmer towards the south even though the warmer does take a little bit more of an upper uh, upper hand by dominating along the East Coast as well. Right. And I, I've heard a lot of people kind of criticizing NOAA here with their forecasts. Now, what they do is, again, I told you they look at the main driving factor, which is El Nino La Nina. And their forecast, I've heard some critics say that this forecast here and a lot of their forecasts are kind of just copy and paste El Nino and La Nina forecasts. So what this shows, and I kind of, I'm not criticizing NOAA, you know, they're members of our team, their family, their meteorologists, they know what they're doing, but their annual forecast, number one, it's always hard to issue a long-term forecast. It's always difficult to pinpoint what's going to happen. The goal of these outlooks is to just give people an idea of what could be happening. It's not precise. We've always said weather is not a precise science. You know, it changes. The atmosphere is constantly changing. But looking at La Nina, these maps, Ulysses, really do look like a classic La Nina. Now, every La Nina is different, though, right? It doesn't mean yeah. this is exactly what's going to happen. No, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, every La Nina is different. And, I mean, I, I know we're, we're going to talk about it here in a little bit, how um, even how the varying degrees of La Nina can you know, change the weather when it comes to, you know, snowfall and temperature and whatnot. So yeah. um, just because we have, like, we'll give you guys a basic definition of La Nina, but the varying degrees can actually make a bit of a difference. Exactly. And, and some people could be listening right now and they're like, just tell me how much snow I'm going to have in my backyard. Stop your talking, Daniel and Ulysses. <laughs> they they want to yeah. know, you know, they want to know the, the, what everyone is probably thinking, like, is there going to be a problem this winter in terms of snow? Because last winter, we hardly had any snow. Well, technically, we didn't have any snow in the winter months. It was a crazy winter. So we're going to review the past several winters, right? And, and, yeah. ta and talk about whether they were El Ninos or La Ninas, how much snow we had. 
And we're not quite ready here at 47 ABC to release our winter outlook, but this blog is mainly just about NOAA's outlook, which is again, just kind of a, a baseline approach. They're just expecting warmer, a warmer winter on Delmarva and equal chances of above average and below average precipitation. So that doesn't really tell you much, but it does tell you that we're probably going to have a warmer winter. It doesn't mean we're not gonna have snow. Anyway, so let's talk about last winter, Ulysses. What a winter. Oh, yes, last winter here. <laughs> so last winter, as you can already tell, it was definitely, um, we did not get any snow. We only, got, we only got half an inch of snow. And if you guys remember that, it happened before Thanksgiving. And that was yeah, a record. Before, yes. That was a record within itself just because of the fact that we saw that snowfall in November. That was a record for that day. Um, and it was just interesting how it all it just happened in November. It was November 12th, half an inch of snow. And when it comes to the entire winter month, the winter months altogether, the winter season, the heaviest snowfall actually occurred in Accomack County. So, yes, <laughs> I will repeat that again. Our southernmost county in our viewing area, Accomack County, saw the heaviest snowfall the entire season, and that was on February 20th, where Wallops Island recorded 2.2 inches of snow. And I know Daniel and I, we mentioned um, a lot of it had to do with bad, some of it was bad timing. The fact that we, we got cold fronts, but a lot of these cold fronts, they just had too much dry air, um, especially during the coldest days of our season. And also the fact that we also had uh, a lower amount of coastal storms um, yeah. during the winter last year. So that's one of the reasons why we had snowfall that was below average. Uh, when it comes to just overall the, the, the temperatures, it was our fifth warmest winter here in Salisbury at 42.51 degrees. Interestingly, though, we missed having the fourth warmest by a hundredth of a degree, pretty much. Yeah, it was close. So, yes. Um, we had 57 days where our highs were at or above 50. February had the most at 21. Also, Salisbury did not... Uh, we also had our coldest high temperature today was actually at or below freezing. So it was 33 degrees on December 19th. And also, we even had our warmest low temperature as well for the season here when it comes to 18 degrees on December 20th and February 22nd. So that tied for the warmest, coldest low for a season and we only had 27 days where the average low where we were at below the coldest average low of the season which was 26 degrees so overall january was our coldest month and when it comes to february it actually had the most warm lows at nine so right. really when it comes to and then when it comes to precipitation just precipitation includes rain and snow we had 9.29 inches, but pretty much in Salisbury, it was all rain during those three months. Right, and and you mentioned 18 degrees being the coldest we dropped to, which was, you know, the warmest temperature, or the warmest low temperature, right? Um, yeah. That we've gotten to in winter. And people might be saying, but 18 is cold. <laughs> what do you mean that was the warmest? What we're saying is, in previous winters, we've gotten into the single digits. We've dropped to below zero at times. We've had wind chills below zero, but this past winter, it just wasn't that cold. It, we just yeah. didn't get to the single digits. We didn't drop as cold as we have dropped to 
in the past. And last winter, I remember putting our winter forecast together. It was a challenging forecast, and I'm reading it right now on our website. This is a very difficult forecast. <laughs> like I wrote that in the blog towards the end. And it's going to be interesting to watch it play out. And it sure was interesting, you know, um, throughout the entire winter. And it, it was an Enso neutral to slightly weak El Nino um, last winter. So we were hoping with an El Nino we would get some more coastal storms, but it was mostly an Enso neutral winter. Um, but yeah, it ended up warmer and pretty much snowless. So not fun for the snow lovers. No, yeah. And we even got some 70s as well. We got 72, yeah. which was our warmest on December 30th, and then two weeks later on January 11th. So, yeah, it was definitely a, a warmer winter. I know uh, there was days where we have occasionally even broke out your shorts. <laughs> right. And I think, you know, this is a blog. I should have the stat with me. But off the top of my head, the last time Salisbury had no snow, and I think I wrote a blog about this or I mentioned it last year or earlier this year, the last time we had a, a snowless winter, I believe, was 1998. So it was the late 90s, I want to say. There could have been a time in the early 2000s. But my point is it's been a long time um, yeah. where we've had no snow. So I guess we were due. We were due for that. Um, yes. Now, Noah again, is calling for another warmer-than-normal winter. Um, but again, they don't put out a snow forecast, so we don't know if we're going to get more snow than last winter. You would think we would because we pretty much got nothing. Um, so the odds favor us having more snow this winter. Um, and with a La Nina, that can happen because I'm looking back at past La Ninas, and we have had some whoppers of winters in terms of a lot of snow. Um, so it's possible, but on average, La Ninas aren't the best here on the eastern shore for snow lovers. Um, so we will say that. Um, you want to move on to the previous winter before last year? <laughs> well, um, let me see. Actually, actually, I don't, let me see if I can find that information. Yeah, really yeah I wrote it down. I just wanted to see if you were, if you wanted to add anything else about last winter before I moved on to it. I had oh, some last of those. winter, uh, I think what's interesting about last winter is also if, um, if you remember, we were also going. In, we were also getting worried about drought conditions. We were because we had a really dry. Even though we got that snowfall in November, we had a really dry um, November, which was still part of the fall. But even in December, things didn't improve that much. Yeah. And we really began to see more of our rain come into play in January and into February. So we really, um, we were getting into a drought coming in out of somewhat the dry year that we had last year. If you remember, I think last year I mentioned on New Year's Eve. We were, I think we only had two months out of 12 where we were above average in rainfall or precipitation. Yeah. So we were definitely developing drought conditions as we were heading into last winter, but we were able to somewhat get out of it as we got deeper into the winter, even though we still ended up with below average precipitation as a whole. But definitely um, November yeah. and December, uh, we were beginning to build drought on Delmarva. Right. So... Now, as we move on, so last winter was 2019, 2020. We had half an inch of snow. That was in November. That was it. And then the winter before that wasn't the best either for snow lovers. It wasn't fun. We only had 5.3 inches of snow in the winter of mm -hmm. 2018 to 2019. And that was a weak El Nino. And that also ended up being a warmer than normal winter. And then we go to 2017 and 2018. That was the last time, Ulysses, 
So it's been three or so years, the last time we had a La Nina. And mm -hmm. this could make some snow lovers happy. The last time we had a La Nina, which we're going to have this winter, we had 17.2 inches of snow. So wow. we had snow in December, seven inches. We had snow in January, nine and a half inches. We had no snow in February. That was a really warm month. And then in March, we had almost an inch of snow. So that winter as a whole, 2017 to 2018, ended up colder and snowier than normal. So, you know, that could leave some people a little excited maybe. Um, and then we go to 2016 and 2017 where we had an average winter. In Salisbury, we averaged 9.9 .9 inches. We had 9.6 inches. And that was a neutral to weak La Nina. So again, a bit of a La Nina effect. Um, but we had an average winter in terms of snow, but it was a warm winter overall. And that was the winter we only had one snowstorm. That was that big snow we had where we only had 9.6 inches. So that snow we had for the winter was just in one storm. And that mm -hmm. was a La Nina as well. So La Ninas can produce big snows. They definitely can. But when you look back at the past five winters, four out of the five have been warmer than normal, Ulysses. So lately we've been averaging warm winters, but we've had a lot of snow in the past five winters without counting the past couple. <laughs> so, you know, you can have a warm winter and still have a lot of snow. So it's, it's, it's complicated for sure. There are so many other factors that go into determining whether we're gonna get snow or warm temperatures or cold temperatures. It's not just La Nina or El Nino. And that's why we're doing this blog. NOAA released their winter outlook, basing it pretty much only on La Nina and El Nino. The 47 ABC Storm Team, we look into other factors, right? So we're planning to issue our winter outlook in early November. So we're gonna look more into other factors that could influence the winter. No, yes, absolutely. That's exactly. Oh, uh, now you mentioned, you know, there's the the Arctic Oscillation, the North Atlantic Oscillation. So, we, and then obviously the Siberian Express. So, you know, yeah. there's definitely a lot more uh, factors here that we have to keep in mind that play a role when it comes to how winter will go. And it's not just simple El Nino, La Nina, out in the Pacific. Exactly. So, I think it's going to be exciting, you know, tracking this upcoming winter and trying to figure out what's going to happen. But when you look at the past several winters, most of them ha have been warmer than normal. Um, but we've had some good snows too in those warmer than normal winters. So we'll see what happens. Um, we're definitely gonna keep tracking it for you. But like I said, Salisbury, we average 9.9 .9 inches of snow. And January is our snowiest month with 3.4 yeah. inches of snow on average. February is right behind that with 3.3 inches of snow on average. Um, now, NOAA, this outlook is actually for December through February. So it doesn't count November and it doesn't count March, right? And we know we can get snow in those months. Yeah. And when and you look back- April, And even April, we can even get- uh, Oh yeah. I remember we had, I think at least two Aprils in the last seven years, we've had at least a trace of snow um, in the past several. So I do remember that happening. I, I remember several um, March months we've had snowstorms. I believe those winters where I mentioned we had a lot of snow. So back in 2013 and 2014, I haven't mentioned this one yet. That was a neutral winter, 2013 and 2014. It was neutral to slightly weak La Nina 
and we had 22 inches of snow that winter. And that winter we had snow in March. And yeah, we've had some good snowstorms in March. It's definitely possible. But this outlook that NOAA issued is just for the winter months. So December, mm -hmm. January, February. And it's just an average too, right? So we can't, just because it's warmer than normal doesn't mean every day is going to be warm, right? It doesn't mean we're not going to have Arctic outbreaks. Because La Nina's Ulysses actually favor Arctic outbreaks, especially across the northern tier of the nation. Yes, absolutely, yes. The, the polar jet stream has more, uh, it's more variable. It can actually dig a bit more towards the south, even though it might stay a little bit more towards the north, but we could still see those occasional dips towards the south. And obviously, like Daniel mentioned, just because it's very warmer, it's not going to be warm every single day. We're going to get those moments where it's going to get cold in the winter, and that's going to favor, and if obviously if there's moisture involved, and that's also going to favor the chance for snow. And that's the big question, Ulysses. Can we perfectly time out those Arctic fronts with precipitation? Can we get that cold air blending with that precipitation to bring us some snow? We're going to have to find out, right, Ulysses? And everyone can tune in because we'll be issuing our winter outlook in early November, so we're going to keep everyone updated on that. Anything else you want to add, Ulysses? No, I, I think I'll... Oh, I guess one last thing, though, because I was also checking out something... I was looking up on um, when it comes to the intensity of La Nina. So I was just looking at a map here. And when it comes to just, uh, there is actually a difference. I know a lot of the heavier snowfalls that you mentioned were mostly associated with either neutral or like weak La Nina. And when I was looking at this, um, there was some information here. Definitely when it comes to a weak La Nina here on Delmarva, we actually end up, you know, around, it's usually average snowfall overall, but when it's a a strong La Nina, that's really when snow chances, um, average snowfall in the mid-Atlantic actually decreases. So I was looking at a chart here, and really the mid-Atlantic, when it's a strong La Nina and strong La Nina years, snowfall actually goes below average across the mid-Atlantic. So from even from as north as Mass. You still there? Did we, did we lose you, Ulysses? All right, I think we lost him, guys. Um, but I'm going to wrap up what he was saying. He was trying to tell us that the stronger the La Nina gets, the lower our chances are at seeing snowfall here on Delmarva. And this winter is supposed to be a weak to moderate one, not a strong one. So maybe we'll get some snow. Stay tuned, guys. We will keep you updated. And uh, we'll see you next Wednesday for another episode of WeatherWise, where we bring you more weather wisdom. Take care.